0: Hey, hey ryan um excuse me that was a lot easier uh yeah. whatever you did there yeah yeah all i had to do was click on it
1: yeah I, oh i'm glad i'm glad it was easier for you
0: <laughs> yeah it was a lot easier <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah <laughs> it was harder for me
0: took us a year
1: yeah yeah it was um yes uh so i there is a link obviously and so what i do is i just copy it and paste it um and i email it to myself and then okay. i get my email on my phone and then i copy that and i paste it and text it to you
0: Okay, so it's kind of a pain in the ass.
1: It's not. It's not. It's it's uh it's not that hard. No, it's just I got. I got to copy and paste twice. It's not hard. Okay. Yeah, and I got you know I use Yahoo email. I have the Yahoo email app on my phone, so it's pretty quick. So I think I think overall, combined, it this method is easier than what we were doing.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing, the reason why it was shitty before is like I kept. I would keep. Typing in the wrong numbers because yeah. like it's, it's like a small screen and like there's a bunch of numbers on there, so then I gotta like I copy and paste it, but it's the wrong one, so then I gotta go back and I gotta rewrite it, and then, you know. So it's like it turns into like a twenty minute process.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this is um you don't have to worry about that with this, and it's just a right. just a link, uh, just copy and paste. So um you know pretty pretty easy. Um, so I'm glad after a year we we got this uh, straightened out
0: yeah me too um yeah yeah no i mean like you said it's just one of those things where over time we figure it out but
1: yeah yeah maybe maybe once a year we'll we'll figure something out to make the podcast easier
0: yeah one new thing it'll be like our resolution (laughs) from now on we'll copy and paste the link
1: yeah yep yep um yeah
0: who knows what we'll think of uh next year i know i'm sure it'll be um you know i'm sure it'll be pretty creative whatever it is yep if we can think of that who knows yeah
1: yeah the world is our oyster
0: yep yeah you go from copy and pasting the next thing you know we're traveling in time you know
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's probably the it's probably the next step. I'd say so. Yeah, um, yeah, I I think you know time travel would really be a nice improvement for our podcast.
0: Oh, absolutely! You know then it just takes everything to the next level, where you know this podcast is, you know, it's supposed to be like a time capsule. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, but
0: but you know, then we can eventually we could just go to a point in the podcast you know like we could listen to something and we can actually like go back to that point in time you know
1: yeah 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 it'd be cool to have a podcast like most podcasts like you, you know yeah they occur at different points in time but it would be cool to have a podcast that just like um that just existed you know, that there was no like timeline for the podcast. Right. Like all the episodes were just like there, like existing, whether they're in the past or the future.
0: Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, it, it's both past and future. You yeah. know, it's yeah. you're listening to something that has no uh set time, you know? so yep. it's it's just out there
1: yeah it's just there and you can you know uh like we said last week it's like a painting and you can you can look at any part of a painting just like you could listen to any part of the podcast right yeah 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 we'll we'll work on that for next year yeah
0: yeah next year next year 2022 Here we come
1: yeah yeah for now we'll just continue uh you know, doing, you know, uh, on our timeline of, you know, new episodes every week or two.
0: Yeah. It's working for us for now. So
1: yeah. Yeah. For now. Uh, I don't think the world's ready for that yet. Anyways,
0: no, they don't, they're not ready for what our podcast has to really offer. That's why no. we got to take it slow and break it down for the people.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you give, if you give people too much too quick, then it can be overwhelming.
0: Yeah, and it can just cause chaos in the streets. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's that's not the goal of our show.
0: No, no. <laughs>
1: uh, so, did you see the uh, the game?
0: Yeah, that was pretty disappointing.
1: Yeah, yeah, the defense looked not too good.
0: No, Josh Allen was making it look easy with those little tosses.
1: Yeah, it was like every time he threw it, it was like someone was like wide open.
0: Yeah, no coverage. You just flip it to some dude standing five feet away from him. Yeah, yeah. It it was, any easier.
1: Yeah, it was, I think it was the worst defensive game they played all year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was tough to watch.
0: Yeah, the only. Fought, re- uh, what was that? Uh, no, go ahead.
1: I was just saying they only needed like one stop in the fourth quarter and they couldn't even get it.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, the good thing is, is that it was close and they could have won the game despite how bad they. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess one good takeaway and I mean, they beat, they beat them before pretty easily. I think uh, just a bad game.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Bills do have a good offense. And um, the fact that Josh Allen can run really adds another element to their offense. Cause there were a couple of times they had them stopped, but Josh mm-hmm. Allen just ran for the first down.
0: Right. Yeah. There was a couple of big t- uh, plays just like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I thought their offense was fine. They didn't score a lot in the first half, but they moved the ball in the second half Um I think the issue was just the defense. You know, they you know, they couldn't rush Josh Allen and you know like at all. Like he was just back there. He had a ton of time. And when they did rush him, he just ran away. <laughs> you know, and either threw a completion or or ran for yardage. Um so hopefully they uh can sure up the defense. Um but uh the I think I still think they're in position to make the playoffs
0: pretty sure yeah uh well i mean it's kind of good because it makes uh the game we're going to pretty big game
1: does yeah yeah no it's definitely like a must-win
0: game next week absolutely um Uh, it's a pretty tight i know the bills have uh they have the tiebreaker because they have the better divisional record
1: they do. Yeah. Um yeah, they do have the tiebreaker. Um, trying to find like some good standings. I can't really find them. But um I am I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that they uh if they win out if the Patriots win out, they have the the Jaguars, then the Dolphins. And I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure if they win both those games they're in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure even if – well, gonna yeah, fine. Who else is in the wild card? Because if they don't make uh, – I know the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to take a look. Okay, I think – all right, here we go. Um, so seven teams make the playoffs in each conference – um Patriots are nine and six. And they are in one, two, three, four, five. They're tied for third, actually. There's there's four teams that are nine and six. Mm-hmm. Um so they're tied for third. Um they're tied with the bills, but the bills have the tiebreaker. Um, so that's They're tied for third with four teams. So that's six teams right there. Um, And then the seventh team right now, I guess, would be the Steelers, who are seven, six, and one. And then you have the Ravens and the Treasures are both eight and seven. So it looks like, yeah, if they win out, they'll have six losses, and that will guarantee them a playoff spot. So they just got to beat the the Jaguars and the, the Dolphins which uh
0: those are both home games or um i'm
1: pretty sure they're both home games i i'm let me double check that obviously next week's home (laughs) um and no uh the the dolphins game is in uh florida okay um
0: tough game
1: yeah um they lost to them the i think the first week um yeah, they lost them the first week by a point. They should they should have won that game, but Damien Harris fumbled in the right before he scored a touchdown. Um, yeah, they're in good position, very good position to make the Jaguars are so bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think they'll likely make the playoffs, even if they just beat the Jaguars, even if they lost to the Dolphins. I still think they'd make the playoffs.
0: Right. Ten and yeah, seven, they're set up pretty good. Yeah, next week. yeah uh, I mean, either way, it would be nice. They won both their games. Yeah, we'll see. In there, it's all pretty tight. It's, uh, yeah, pretty close standings.
1: It's very close. Yeah, Bengals, Bills, Colts, and Patriots are all nine and six. Um, so. I think, um, yeah, I mean, the main thing is they just need to beat the Jaguars next week. Yeah. You know, as, as long as that happens, they should be fine. That, that'll probably, I'm guessing, clinch them a playoff spot. Um, I think it will. Maybe they'll have yeah. to beat the Dolphins. But I'm pretty sure as long as they beat the Jaguars, they'll make the playoffs. That's my guess.
0: I mean, regardless, they're going to finish the season over five hundred, which I think is uh, is good. I mean, even if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think it's still a successful season with Mac Jones.
1: Yeah, and they um, – oh, definitely. They got, you know, a 23-, 24-year-old quarterback. Um, mm. <laughs> they have good young players on defense. Uh, they got Steve Belichick.
0: Uh, yep
1: <laughs> it was like what is he like 32 <laughs> um so Steve Belichick hasn't even entered his prime yet
0: yeah I know so we got a lot of years got a lot of good years with Steve
1: <laughs> um and so I'm looking at the uh the point differential on the year um it's interesting. The team in the NFL with the best point differential is the Bills at +163. Mm.
0: Um
1: and second is the Bucks at +130. And third is the Patriots at +128.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't have guessed that.
1: Yeah. They're right they're right there. Um that-
0: and that's all their defense though.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, they I was really surprised at their defense today. They've they played so well all year. I know. And then I don't know. It's like they, the Bills just went up and down the field today, like nothing.
0: Yeah, like nothing.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean third best point differential. Uh that's very impressive. Um there's not really like a dominant NFL team. There's like a lot of good teams, but like no dom- no dominant teams.
0: No, there's not. Um The Bucks look like they're uh starting to run w- away with it. They just won today too. Yeah. So, they I think they got the best no. Green Bay has the best record actually. Yeah. Green Bay and Tampa. Yep.
1: Yeah, and only only one team in each conference gets a bye week now. Used to be two oh, teams. Okay. Yeah, because now there's seven teams in each conference that make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. should be an interesting year. It's, uh wow, yeah, it's pretty tight. Yeah, Def- yeah, it's it's really spread the. The
1: talent seems really spread out, so should should make for an interesting playoffs with no, like, dominant teams, I think.
0: Right, which is cool, yeah. I would prefer that, honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, anyone that makes the playoffs pretty much has a shot, I would say. Mm -hmm. I'm like, like, looking at these AFC teams, I would say, I mean, all these teams look good. Like, the top teams are Chiefs, Titans, Bengals, Bills, Colts, Patriots. Those are the top six and all those teams i think are pretty good um mm-hmm. after that it's a little dicey but i mean you got you got the ravens that are eating seven chargers that are eating seven they're not bad um, pittsburgh pittsburgh yep so you got a whole lot of like decent teams um then in the nfc you have a bunch of pretty decent teams um packers rams bucks are all i would say really good and you still have other teams like Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers. Um, who knows? And then, I, I mean, I think maybe the Chiefs are a little bit of a wild card with their offensive ability. Um, but I would say pretty much anyone could win the Super Bowl, I think.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who pulls away with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, yep. So uh, the Celtics are getting really frustrating too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They. <laughs> they. Um. They are. Let's see. They lost yesterday. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um. You'd think they'd be better with, Jalen Brown and Jason
0: Tatum. I know. And Marcus Smart. Yep. Rob Williams. Yep. And And it's freedom. And anus freedom. (laughs) Little peepee. So. Anus and little (laughs) peepee.
1: Anus and little peepee. What a combo. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So looking. I just want to look at their last game. Their box score. Um, So. Against the Bucks yesterday. Let's see. Um, so, little PP, Peyton Pritchard, played 30 okay. minutes. <laughs> he played 30 minutes. He shot six for 14, four for eight from three. Had mm. five rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block. He was a plus 14, and he had 16 points.
0: Why, why doesn't he get more minutes? I feel like every time he gets minutes, he plays really well.
1: Yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I mean, he's gritty. He's a good shooter. I mean, he's probably, he's definitely one of their best shooters. He's, he's got a ton of range. He can shoot it from like 30 feet. No problem. Um, Always has good effort. Um, I agree. Like, you know, I agree. I think he should be definitely getting more minutes. Um, They only played eight players last game. Um, I mean, you know, Brown and Tatum scored 25 each, but mm-hmm. other than that, it was just really smart and Pritchard. Those are the only other two that really did anything right. offensively. Anyways, um, Rob Williams had, did play well. He had 11 and 14 and two bucks. but I, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. I, yeah, They're definitely underperforming for their talent. So I don't know. I don't. And Smart seems to be playing well. I mean, I don't, he, he's always putting up like seven, eight assists a game in a, you know, like like three or four threes. So I, I don't know. And they got Rob Williams and um, Al uh. Warford. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't know why they're struggling. There's definitely there's obvi- obviously something that's a little off with them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's something off. It's just I think it's just like some an attitude issue. Like honestly, that's what it seems like. Um, it seems like Jason Tatum kind of has like a, a shitty attitude sometimes. I don't I don't know. It's just it's kind of how it comes off and um he just comes off as very selfish to me as a basketball player. Um, And I don't know. I think maybe getting rid of one of them might be for the best, honestly. You know, I think they both want to run their own thing. And, um, you know, maybe it can't be both of their teams. Maybe, you know – Maybe they need to bring someone else in, you know, in place of them. So there's, you know, who knows what the issue is though. I don't know. Strange. Cause it's like the same issues that they did last year. New head coach didn't is helping. Nope. <laughs> obviously something other than that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, maybe maybe it's because they're so young. Tatum and Brown, 23, 25. Mm. Um, maybe they'll be able to, you know, just get a little bit better with age and start winning more. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Um. Or maybe you just got to play. Maybe someone like Pritchard can be a spark. Um, right. Because uh, obviously, you know, I mean, the guys like, Langford, like Langford's okay but like he what played he? yeah, what does he do? He played 26 minutes last game and had five points you know, yeah. and he had no assists. It's, it's like he's not, he's not doing anything out there
0: No <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand like why and then I, I mean why is he in the starting rotation you know I don't know just weird i feel yeah. like he already kind of cemented himself between like last year and yeah or not keep that role going and keep progressing him you know you're trying to force R- romeo langford to be a player that he isn't yeah I, mean, I don't think he's meant for the nba level i think richard's perfect for uh nba i think he's perfect point guard for the nba
1: I do too with his with his shooting and his mm. passing and his his toughness. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I totally like. I think a Pritchard smart backcourt would be fine.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean, those are two good, tough, gritty players who uh, you know can be scrappy on defense and stretch the floor, and they're both pretty good passers. I think the team needs good passers, um, which. Langford is not a good passer. Um, <laughs> you know, Tatum's like four assists. Brown's like I think like three or four assists. You know, having an extra guy out there that can pass the ball and stretch the floor, the floor I think would be very helpful. Um, Langford's like he he's a good wing defender, but that that doesn't really. I don't think that's really what the team needs.
0: Nah. Um. I I'm I'm almost thinking they should maybe have smart come off the bench because right now they have smart Brown and Tatum and they, they play a lot together. I, I almost feel like they just need to get split up. Like their playing time needs to get split up where maybe smarts playing with the second unit more. And then, you know, Brown and Tatum, um, maybe have Pritchard starting at the point guard. That's what I would do at least, and then have Smart coming off the bench, as leader.
1: Yeah, that would that would mix things up. Um, they do they do play a lot together, the three of them. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, I definitely think you know, getting Pritchard a lot of minutes would be, you know. Really helpful, um, especially with Tr- Schruder out right now. Um, you know, and then you'd have like rotation with Schruder, Pritchard, and Smart um, basically playing the guard spots. Um, and I think that would be fine um, playing that. And then, you know, you can mix in whoever to play, you know, like uh, the wing after Brown and um, Tatum. Mm-hmm. You know, you can give. Langford a few minutes, or um, whoever else they have, Neesmith. Um, you know, and they have three decent big guys that they can throw in there. Um, yeah, you know, maybe Smart off the bench, um, and maybe uh, Pritchard some more minutes. You know, it seems like whenever Pritchard's in there, he's like, he does a good job. Um, he
0: was a plus team yesterday. Yeah,
1: plus fourteen. Uh this is by far the best plus minus on the team. Hmm. Um and you know, I I don't know what else he has to do to I know. You know, I mean playing guys like Romeo and um you know, these other other guys, Jabari Parker and um uh Josh. Yeah. Yeah. What was that?
0: They
1: got Joe Johnson now. They got Joe Johnson. Yep. Yeah, they had Joe Johnson. Um, I'm sure it'll fix everything. You know. Yep. <laughs> you finally got what you wanted. You got Joe Johnson back. I know. <laughs> for
0: sure.
1: I was thinking. Um, the last time Joe Johnson played for the Celtics, or, er, um. When Joe Johnson started his career with the Celtics, that was before uh, 9-11. Wow. Just to show you you how long ago that was.
0: Yeah. I think he he has to be the oldest current player. Or uh, from like the oldest draft class, I should say. That's still playing. Because I think what's that? So
1: is that the 2000 draft?
0: I believe so, 2000, 2001. Um and then I I know Udonis Haslam is still playing for the Heat. Oh yeah. And he was 2002. So Yeah, Joe Johnson 20 years, that's a long time. Yeah
1: yeah it is it is a long time. Um, trying to see this this draft 2001 draft. All well, right, that's a, a good question. All right um, so Wow. so Joe Johnson was the tenth pick in that draft. Um, can you name other, any other players in that draft? Two thousand
0: 2001.
1: Um, let's see. This is or was yeah, it, 2000... it took it took place on June twenty seventh, two thousand one.
0: Okay, two thousand one. All right, two thousand one.
1: So I'll tell you the Celtics picks. They picked Joe Johnson tenth. You know who else the Celtics picked? They had two other first round picks.
0: Um, Kendrick Brown.
1: Yep, they picked him eleventh, and then uh... they, they had the twenty first
0: pick. Oh two thousand one. Who did they draft in two thousand one? Kedrick Brown, Joe Johnson. Ooh. Oh man. Uh what's a hint?
1: Give me a hint. Uh he was a guard. Um And he played college at North Carolina.
0: I have no idea.
1: He didn't play for them that long, I don't think. Joseph Forte.
0: Joseph Forte?
1: Yep.
0: Was he a white guy?
1: No. (laughs) You really don't remember him.
0: (laughs) No, never mind.
1: I don't think he played for them that much.
0: Joseph Forte. (laughs) He sounds, it sounds like a white name. Yeah, no. (laughs) At first I was like, wait, I thought like Evan Fournier. I was like, wait, what? Fournier? (laughs) He's still playing.
1: Um, (laughs) He's like
0: 28.
1: (laughs) He was drafted when he was nine.
0: So 2001 2002 draft yeah that's a good one. what was that one? oh um tyson chandler
1: yep he was second
0: he, he was second who was the first pick oh elton brand no. no he was 99 yeah um 2001 2001 came out of that class um I don't know.
1: So I'll give you a hint. Michael Jordan picked the number one pick.
0: Oh, Kwame. Yeah. Uh, I should have known that. Wow.
1: And the third pick was from Spain. Halgasol. Yep. And then the fourth pick was a pick straight out of high school. Big guy. Um, picked by the Bulls.
0: Oh, Eddie Curry.
1: Yep. And then after that, it was Jason Richardson, Shane Battier, mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin, Desana Dis, Dis, Jap from Senegal. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Rodney White, and then Joe Johnson. Wow. Yeah. Um, some other notables. Twelfth was Vladimir Redmanovich. Thirteenth was Richard Jefferson. And then, 19th was Zach Randolph.
0: Mm.
1: And the steal of the draft, who the Celtics could have picked instead of Joseph Forte, was Tony Parker at 28.
0: (laughs) Oh. That was the steal of the draft.
1: And then, Samuel D'Alembert went at 26. Jamal Tinsley went at 27. Paul Tinsley, yep. Gilbert Arenas won at 31.
0: Oh, yeah. Gilbert Arenas was part
1: of that draft, yep. Um, but the best player from the draft was pick 34. It was Brian Scalabrine.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. How did I not know <laughs> the legend? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. I should be ashamed for not knowing. You should. Know myself a basketball fan. <laughs>
1: The white Mamba.
0: Oh man, I disrespected the white mamba.
1: You did. How dare you? I <laughs>
0: know. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting draft class. Yeah. I was like, at first I was like, oh man, that's kind of a trashy draft class, and then a couple of steals. Um overall, it's that's not a too too bad of a draft class, but yeah. Normally, you have like one or two like superstar players. I think Tony Parker is probably the closest. Uh, I wouldn't really consider him that. I think Gilbert Arenas could have been if he didn't, didn't bring, bring gun a gun. He didn't bring a gun to the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> he was so yeah. close. Yeah, all he had to do was not bring a gun. To Just the don't locker.
1: bring your gun to the locker room, Gilbert. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, um yeah i think the second best player is probably pal gasol
0: pal gasol yeah um
1: two championships
0: Mm. um very consistent career very long career too yeah yeah so i'd probably go tony parker pal gasol um then probably gilbert I think you have to go, Gilbert. In terms yeah, of talent, he
1: had a few like amazing seasons. Mm.
0: Um, he was the best players in the league at one point. He
1: was, and um I think Tyson Chandler had a pretty good mm. career. He, he had won a, a cha- championship. Yeah, He won a championship with Dallas. He was like, he was like double-digit rebounds for like a long time.
0: He was, uh he was always considered like. Did he ever win Defensive Player of the Year? Um, I know he. Would- considered um but yeah no he was always known for his defense and definitely probably top 15 center throughout his generation um, yeah yeah you know i'm not including guys like kg or like that like yeah tim duncan um, yeah but in terms of like a true center i think he was one of the better ones throughout the generation
1: yeah and he yeah he was a good compliment to some of the point guards he played with um mm. the chris paul and um let's see jason Mostly Kidd, chris uh, paul j ja- yeah jason Kidd. um yeah he ca- caught a lot of lobs for uh dunks
0: yeah yeah he was uh he was a great player um the Bulls drafted him and Eddie Curry, I remember that. Yeah,
1: the baby bulls.
0: Yeah, that man, what a disappointment.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean Chandler's not a bad pick. Um no. but if they went with like if they went instead with like Gasol and like maybe Jason Richardson, that that probably uh-huh. would have been a better uh, fit.
0: Yeah, the Bulls should have got Jason Richardson. That would have been a way better pick than Eddie Curry. Yeah, yeah, Eddie um, Curry, he just couldn't get in shape. They could have got Joe Johnson, too. mentioned the Bulls with Joe Johnson and uh, Paul Gasol.
1: Yeah, Joe Johnson. Um, or they could have got Dasana Jop Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gallabrini? I mean, <laughs> I mean, J- Jop and Scal, Jop and Scow.
0: <laughs> can't stop that. Wow. Uh, I still can't believe Kwame was. Yeah. Out of that whole thing is crazy.
1: Yeah, you know, that was, yeah. Yeah. Neither of the high schoolers. Um, well, Tyson Chandler was a high schooler too. There was yeah. we had the top four picks for high schoolers. Wow. Um, well, that's why they changed that rule just a couple of years later. Yes. Yeah. It's like, this isn't working. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seeing if there's any other high schoolers. Um, I don't think so. But um, yeah. The, yeah. Eddie Curry couldn't stay in shape, um, you know. And. You know, that's kind of kind of an old school style with you know drafting two centers like that. Um, you know, doesn't really wouldn't really work in today's NBA.
0: No, not at all. Uh, yeah, not a
1: bad draft though overall.
0: No, not a bad draft. Once you mentioned Tony Parker, I was like, all right, it's not that bad. So, yeah,
1: he kind of saves he it.
0: He saves um, it, yeah.
1: Yeah, the two international guys, Tony Parker and uh, Pau Gasol.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Jop, And, of course, Jop from Senegal. <laughs> you got people from all over the world saving this draft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Gerald Wallace was in the draft, too. Oh, okay. Tony
0: he was another good one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, was, uh, what was, uh, the year later, the draft from the, uh, 2002? Um,
1: 2002 draft. Let's see. 2002 draft. Um, so first, first pick, let's see if we can find the Celtics pick, um, if they had a pick, they probably didn't. The uh, Celtics did not have oh,
0: a first round pick.
1: They, found they had a,
0: they had a fifty.
1: Yeah, Darius Singila.
0: Yeah, Darius Singila.
1: Yep, from Wake Forest.
0: I remember the name.
1: Yeah, I remember him. Uh, he was a good college player. Um,
0: they they got uh, Uri Welsh was in this draft. Who they ended up with.
1: Oh, Yuri Welsh. <laughs> oh god. He was frustrating.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard in a long time. Oh my god, that guy, Yuri Welsh. <laughs> Yuri Welsh. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about him.
1: Yeah, well, he's easy he's easy to forget. He didn't.
0: <laughs> he was Yuri... I remember uh, Tommy Heinsohn loved him.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, he liked all the white guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dan Dickow was in this draft.
0: Dan <laughs> Dickow.
1: <laughs> Carlos Boozer was in the second round. Yep. Tito Maddox. Tito Maddox was in the second round. Um, Matt Barnes was in the second round.
0: Luis Scola,
1: yeah, Russell Butler,
0: Russell Butler, yeah. Um,
1: so first pick was another international guy, uh, Yao Ming.
0: Yao Ming. Yao, Yao Ming. A, Ming.
1: He was pretty good for a while.
0: Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, I remember that. I remember when he he was draft oh i remember when he was drafted he was everyone was talking about him yeah yeah He was the biggest thing yeah he's too bad uh he didn't have a very long career
1: no he um no he didn't um yeah he's i guess injuries kind of caught, caught up with him um but i mean when he played like he was he was good he was like he was a good shooter he shot like 80 plus percent from the free throw line i think he was a good defender blocked a lot of shots um mm. and made some runs he was he was pretty fun to watch with steve francis and then tracy mcgrady mm. those were some yeah. fun, some some fun teams to watch um mm. but yeah it's too big it's too bad uh you know his body i guess kind of cut up with him being so big and you know he didn't have a long career
0: yeah wonder what he's up to nowadays
1: I think he's doing stuff with Chinese basketball. Um he's he's definitely I'm pretty sure he's pretty active on like the Chinese basketball scene. Might be doing some other stuff, but you know, he I, you know, I forget exactly what he's doing, but I'm pretty sure he's he's pretty busy. Hmm. Um remember Dewan Wagner?
0: I do. He played for uh, Cleveland, correct? Yeah. That's-
1: yeah. Um, I, we 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 were pretty big fans of Dewan Wagner when he started, but he yeah. got hurt.
0: I remember he was expected to be really good.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember Jay Williams too. Yep. That yeah. was too bad.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, it's interesting, like to think of who the best player from this draft is.
0: Amari, I'd probably have to say Amari Stoudemire
1: Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tayshaun Prince was in this draft. Oh, uh, yeah, he has uh, a chip, he's got a championship.
0: Carlos Boozer had a pretty good career. Boozer did have a good career, yeah. He mm-hmm. had some good in um, Utah with uh, with uh, what's his name, Darren Williams.
1: Yep, yeah, those are some good teams. Hmm. Um. Oh. Oh my God. I'm looking at the undraft. So, you mentioned Haslam. He was undrafted. Um, Smush Mark. Yeah, uh, Smush Parker was in this draft. He was undrafted. Oh wow. Gennaro Cargo. Yeah. There's a pretty cool name that you will definitely rem- remember. That was undrafted. Let's see, let's see if you can get him. So he was a point guard and he played for the Celtics for like a couple of years.
0: Um, When did he play for the Celtics? Uh, Let's
1: let's see if I can find, um, let's see if I can find his stats. NBA career statistics. Oh, here we go. He played for them 2000, 2003
0: season. 2002-2003? 2002-2003? Yep. Oh, I know who it is. Um, J.R. Bremer. Yep. It is? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah, I remember him.
1: Yeah, I remember watching him when we went to the Celtics game.
0: Yeah, I remember he had a few threes. He had a good game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yep. the highlight of the night it probably was yeah yeah i don't even remember seeing antoine
1: um i don't really either
0: yeah
1: wasn't memorable no obviously not <laughs> <laughs> um so 2003 was the lebron draft
0: oh yeah um
1: LeBron, Darko, Carmelo, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, Chris Kamen.
0: Chris Kamen.
1: <laughs> Chris Kamen was obviously the best player in oh. that draft.
0: You know what's funny? Um, I was on, uh, I think, Facebook Marketplace. I, I saw like a, it was someone was selling a Kirk Heinrich jersey. Hmm. And, Yeah, for like $15. I was like, I almost thought about getting it (laughs) just to have a (laughs) Kirk (laughs) Heinrich. Yep. Yeah, no, I found that interesting. I I haven't heard, I haven't thought about that name in a long time, too. Kirk Heinrich. Yeah, he was, he was decent. Um, Yeah. I think
1: he got hurt and kind of ended his career early, I think. Um, Mm. But uh, the Celtics got Marcus Banks from this draft. Pick 13th. I remember Marcus Banks.
0: Yep. And they they also got Troy Bell. Troy Bell, yep. He was traded, though, I think. Wasn't he traded for he traded Memphis? traded to Memphis. Memphis. Yes.
1: Yeah, he was tra- yep.
0: for Banks. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, Marcus Banks. He was so fast, but he wasn't that good. Yeah, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he was just – he could, like, get steals <laughs> and go really
0: fast. Yeah yeah that's all he did Ew. oh man that was frustrating.
1: <laughs> I think we thought he was gonna be really good,
0: yeah, I think so too and we're like excited for him, but yeah couldn't, couldn't shoot couldn't do anything
1: no, no he he t- he would take threes, but he would he didn't make that many of them. Nah. Um, Kendrick Perkins was this. Yep. Yeah. Twenty seventh. Uh, Josh Howard. Josh Howard. Jason Capono. Luke Walton. Um. Steve Blake. <laughs> Zaza Pachulia. Matt Bonner. Matt Bonner.
0: <laughs> Kyle Corver. Oh, Williams. Yeah. Ramon Van de Hare. Uh, never heard some of these names before.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty good draft. Good top of the draft.
0: Oh yeah, one of the best, arguably the best. Um, I think I, I mean, I think it's between that one and then the Kobe draft and Jordan draft
1: yeah yeah let's let's look at the 84 drafts 1984 nba draft all right so this drafts hakeem went first he was good yeah and then sam bowie and jordan and Kendrick Perkins. I mean, sorry, Sam Perkins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. That's the only time you'll ever hear those two names in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Michael
1: Jordan Kendrick Perkins. There's some, like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, Hall of Famers in this draft, but, like, there's also a lot of players that you just never heard of. Um, like, the sixth pick was Melvin Turpin.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of him.
1: Link. Lancaster Gordon. <laughs> Leon Wood. Tim McCormick. Jay Humphreys. Terrence Stansberry. And Stockton. Mm. The 25th pick was... <laughs> 25th pick was Devin, Devin Durant. Oh
0: Damn, this one had Hendrick Perkins and Kevin Durant. Yeah, yep. Hendrick Durant. Check out that guy. He played two years, averaged five points a game. Oh, nice. Oh. Evan Durant <laughs> uh, Willie White was picked 42nd right wow the, there's so there's 228 picks back then
1: yeah they picked a lot of players
0: Boston had the last pick Dan Trant 220. <laughs> jeez um, I think I could have made it back then
1: yeah I think sometimes like at towards the end of the draft they would just like do like a fun pick like they'd pick like a sprinter like a US like sprinter like olympic sprinter or like whatever just like pick, like a uh, actor or something <laughs> um, cuz as you got later in the draft is like guys that probably weren't going to make the team anyways um the uh, the 70th pick by the Celtics was Rick Carlisle oh wow yeah
0: Carlisle. I didn't know he played Celtics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was uh, a like bench player. I had no idea. Yep. Yeah. Won a championship
0: or two. Hmm. Hmm. Sam Bowie. Yep. Sam Bowie. Ten points a game. He averaged two blocks for his career. <laughs> uh, wow. One of the that's the biggest mistake ever.
1: Yeah, well when you got Michael Jordan available. Uh, and Barkley and
0: and Devin Nur. <laughs>
1: Melvin Turpin. <laughs> yeah, and Lane, Lancaster Gordon,
0: <laughs> Lancaster, and Leon Wood. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Lancaster didn't have a good career either. <laughs> wasn't um,
1: I thought uh, no, I guess um, Carl wasn't in this draft. He was in the draft before, I guess.
0: Either before or after.
1: Uh, maybe after. Maybe it's next year. That's right.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Okay. So, do you think... What, what, what draft do you think is better? This one or the O three one?
0: 3 one? I, I think you got to go with the O three one. 3 um, well, Let's see. Take the top five players from this draft. You got Lodge one, Jordan, Barkley. And then after that... Stockton. Yeah, Stockton. So... Yeah, that's four. Um, That's a really
1: good top four. A good top four. Um, so, Kevin Willis was pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah. It's Kevin Willis. Yeah, he had a good career.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, he might be the fifth best player.
0: So... Take that versus LeBron, Carmelo, Bosh, Wade.
1: Oh, um, I guess Alvin Robertson was pretty good.
0: Oh yeah,
1: okay. yeah, okay. Alvin Rob and even Otis Thorpe, who's the ninth back, was decent.
0: I'm sure there was some, quite a few, like pretty good players that we don't even know that had like solid careers. Yeah, I'm sure, there was a couple that you yep. don't even see. Yeah. Um I don't know though. I'm looking at the 03 draft. That that was a really good draft. Yep. Like from bottom.
1: Yeah. Um it was. I mean, obviously the top four with LeBron, Carmelo, Bosch, and Wade. Um and then David West was in that draft. Mm-hmm. Um Perk Josh Howard. So, there's some decent players. David West had a pretty good career. Kyle Korver. Yep, Kyle
0: Korver had a, a very good career. Yeah. Um, Mo Williams was all right when he played for LeBron. You remember Brandon Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. He played for Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was a good rebounder. Yeah, he, he was, like, really big and like he wasn't tall i remember he was like six foot seven and yeah he was just like huge yeah yeah I, I was i i liked him i appreciated him Brandon hunter
1: yeah no i remember he would just grab a ton of rebounds and i was like oh this guy's cool mm-hmm. he gets gets double doubles mm-hmm. and um yeah he had a nice little
0: stint with the celtics Yeah, that was a good draft. Uh there's uh hmm. what's the Derek Rose draft? Derek Rose was oh eight. That was a good draft too. 2008,
1: yeah, Derek Rose, um, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love. DeAndre Jordan. Who is that?
0: DeAndre Jordan.
1: DeAndre Jordan. Oh, is he a second rounder?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah 35th pick. Oh, wow. Mario Chalmers.
1: Yeah.
0: Gordon or- Dragon. Yeah. Joe Crawford.
1: Yeah. There was a undrafted player named Brian Roberts.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> Who did he go to?
1: Um let's see. Let click on him. Um Played for the Pelicans, and then the Hornets, and then the Blazers. Um, never did much. He scored nine points a game one year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even, never even heard of him. Hmm. He wore number 22 on the Pelicans.
0: Oh, not kidding. Yeah. Roy Hibbert, JaVale McGee, Serge Ibaka, George Hill. Hmm. Patrick Ewing Jr. was in this Hmm. draft. Do you remember the Celtics drafting Semi Erden?
1: Not really. (laughs) Do you? No, was he a second and round he, pick
0: yeah he was the last pick of the draft
1: semi earned and i don't i, I kind of remember like he was a, a shooter like a big guy who could shoot um yeah. that's all i remember because i do vaguely remember like on like fox sports net they would like have like talk about the rookies and like what they were mm-hmm. good at um Let's see what he do. So he played for the Celtics and he didn't play for the Celtics until the, the 10-11 season. Um, he had four points a game, so he didn't do much. I remember the name vaguely, but. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Rose and Love are still playing. Eric Gordon's still playing. Brooke Lopez. Uh, Robin Lopez. JaVale McGee. Mm. Um, I don't know if Courtney Lee's still playing. I think he is. Serge Baca's still playing. Nick Batum. George Hill. Mm. So there's still a decent amount of players that are still playing. I think Mario Chalmers is trying to get back in the NBA. Yeah. I think he's in the G League. Um, uh, Sonny Weems was the thirty ninth pick. Yeah, still, still a few players still playing in this draft. Hmm.
0: Looking at the, uh, The new, the more recent drafts from like 2011 to 2000, like the newer ones, I'm not as familiar with. But when I see them, you know, it's just like I don't remember specifically uh, which players were in which year. So I'm looking at uh, 2012. Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Andre Drummond, Evan Fournier, Draymond Green, Chris Middleton. This was a good draft too. It was, yeah.
1: Very good. Terrence Ross, Harrison Barnes,
0: Jeremy Lamb. He's still playing.
1: Jeremy Lamb, yeah, yep. I'm glad Fab he had a career. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he did. Um, yeah, that's good to see. Uh, remember,
0: do you remember Fab Mello I do. <sighs> I do remember. Yeah, he didn't do anything though um i just remember the name i remember him in college yeah so
1: Fab Mello. did you know he's dead is he yeah it says Mello died on february 11th 2017 at the age of 26 oh he was pronounced dead at home in brazil Sources state that he was asleep and was discovered dead the following morning by his mother. It was later discovered after an autopsy report that he had a heart attack. Oh, wow. So, not the best draft pick.
0: No. Uh, That's too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is too bad. There's a lot of hype around him a little bit, like when they picked him. I remember that, yep. Did they draft. Oh, they also drafted Jared Sullinger. Oh, yeah. The 21st pick. Remember him?
0: I do remember him. He was uh, he was a solid rebounder for his size.
1: Yeah, a decent rebounder, decent, decent score, mm. like mid-range shooter. But he was a little chunky.
0: Yeah, he was big. Um
1: yeah, I think that kind of held him back. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there's there's some really good players: Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. Um. Yeah, some really top-end talent: Draymond Green, Chris Middleton. There's probably a few Hall of Famers in this draft.
0: Yeah, then Evan Fournier in there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Crowder. Hmm. Um. Let's see if there's any undrafted players. Undrafted, uh, Kent Bazemore, Mike James was in this draft. Mike James? Uh, I don't know if it's the same Mike James. No, it's a different Mike James.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: like a white guy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um.
1: Yeah, not a lot of notable undrafted guys, other than uh, Ken Baysmore. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was a very good draft. It's interesting how like these like no name guys end up getting drafted before like these Hall of Fame guys.
0: I know. Um, I'm looking at. Then you go to the year the next year. Ooh, that's a rough one. 2013. I know. Yeah, that's a bad. bad. Oh, he got Giannis at 14, though. That's it.
1: Giannis saves it. Yeah. Um, Anthony Bennett. Oh my god. Oh. That, that's probably the worst first pick ever. Mm, has to be. Oh, uh, Rudy Gobert is in this draft. There's uh, there's a couple times where the international players like save the draft.
0: Mm. I know very true CJ McCollum
1: man. there's no one good CJ McCollum's okay Steven Adams yeah. Kelly O'Linnick.
0: yeah Dennis uh, Schroeder at
1: yeah Celtics got the pick right after Giannis they picked Lucas
0: Naguara from Brazil God. God. Uh, don't remember that nope yeah, yeah this it's, was horrible yeah it's very bad Let's see if there's any undrafted
1: guys. Chris Babb, um, Vander Blue, <laughs> um, Robert Cummington was un- undrafted. Seth Curry was undrafted. Oh, okay. Twain um, Deadmond, Matthew Dela Vadova, um, Rodney McGruder, um, Daniel Pice was undrafted. Oh. So there's a a few decent undrafted guys from this draft. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was yeah, that was a bad one.
0: Yeah, and then next year was a little bit better. That was the Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Parker. Yep, Joel
1: Embiid. Joel Embiid. Yeah, another foreigner. Mm. Um, Zach Levine. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, yep.
0: Could have had Zach Levine. Could have had Zach Levine instead of Marcus Smart. I don't know. Who would do you ra- who would you rather have, Marcus Smart or Zach Levine?
1: I think at this point, I'd rather have Zach Levine. Yeah. The but the Bucks passed on Joel Embiid. They picked Jabari Parker.
0: Yeah. Imagine Joel Embiid and uh um Giannis.
1: I know that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my I, would, God. I would love to see that. Mm. The, the Cavs passed on MB too, obviously. Right. But they treated Wiggins for love. They could have just... But they were trying to win right away, so it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Smart's not a bad draft pick at six.
0: I mean, there's not a lot of other very good players other than Zach Levine. You remember uh, Shabazz Napier? Yes.
1: Yeah, Shabazz Napier. Where was he drafted?
0: He was drafted uh, thir- or, uh, twenty-four by Charlotte.
1: Shabazz Napier. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um. Oh, Nikola Jokic was in this draft.
0: Clint Cabela. Clint Capella.
1: Yep. Hey, Jokic was the forty first pick and he won the MVP last year. Wow. Um I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure when Jokic was picked the NBA draft was in the middle of a commercial.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, like it was like a Taco Bell commercial or <laughs> something.
0: Another foreigner, too. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, wow. Yeah. So many good... I mean, now that I'm looking back, you realize how many amazing foreign basketball players there were. I didn't realize
0: that until now.
1: Yeah. And there's quite a few drafts where, like, the best players are foreigners. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Let's look for undrafted. Kem Birch... Um. Uh, doesn't seem like there's really any good undraft. No, it's not really any good undrafted players in this draft. Um yeah, Jokic probably the best player. Zach Levine. Well, I mean Jokic or Joel Embiid, I guess you could argue. Um and then Zach Levine. Um who would you rather have, Joel Embiid or Jokic?
0: Jokic, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, Embiid's yeah, got like injury issues. Injury issues, and I think Jokic is just—I would just rather have Jokic.
1: It's um. So I was thinking, um, if you look at the, I think it's a 2018 draft. What's the one with Zion Williamson? Is that 2018?
0: Um I th- think it's 19 I'm looking right now.
1: Yeah, it's 2019. Okay. So 2019 NBA draft. That was so um 2019. So in that draft, um Zion was the consensus number 1 pick. Um 2019 NBA drafts. Um, but he, uh, I don't think he would go number one if they were to redraft this draft. Do you,
0: um,
1: or do you think John Morant would go number one?
0: I think John Morant would go number one if it was right now. And, um, I mean, I think I would rather have John Morant, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's too bad. It like Zion, like he's he's just like it seems like his body is just not meant, not made to like stay healthy and in like indoor NBA basketball.
0: I think I'd even rather have Tyler Hero.
1: <laughs> Let's name all the players we'd rather have. Zion Williams. <laughs> Um, yeah I'd, I mean Dar- I'd rather have Darius garland Darius garland's having a really good year this year mm. um yeah, it's like he just looks different, he runs different, um he's so thick and he's so amazingly athletic, but like the smallest like injury mm-hmm. and he's done you yeah. know it's like I don't think he's going to have a long productive career do you
0: no I don't think so
1: because his game is like he relies like 100% on athleticism mm-hmm. and he's so prone to injuries with his body um, I don't know it's just too bad because <laughs> like I, I saw the stat like it was like point points per 48 minutes um and he was number one in nba history and like points per 48 minutes like last year um that's how efficient he was at scoring so it's it's too bad that like you know he might his career might be derailed possibly by by injuries
0: yeah that's very sad he's uh could be one of the best scorers in NBA history. Yeah, if he's healthy. Yeah, but the um seems like he's so fat.
1: That too, like you look at pictures of him. I mean, I know he's hurt, so maybe he can't work out. But he does look fat, like legit fat. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Which obviously doesn't help if you're trying to stay healthy. Um, would you rather have Zion Williamson? going to pick someone else from this draft or um let's see where is he or grant williams
0: I think zion <laughs> I, I would rather take zion williams uh sitting on the bench <laughs> than grant williams playing
1: okay would you rather have zion williams in- <laughs> Or Romeo
0: Lincoln. I'd rather have Zion.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I guess Celtics got Carson Edwards, too, from this draft. Um, uh, personal. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, yeah, this draft doesn't seem that great, Um. Obviously, John Morant looks good, but it's interesting because the the um, the Grizzlies had won a whole bunch of games in a row without John Morant, and then John Morant came back and the Grizzlies lost a game. Right. And did you hear John Morant got heckled by his own fans? They were basically telling him to go go back on the bench because they're better without him.
0: Oh wow! I yeah. didn't hear about. That.
1: Yeah, his own fans were telling him to get back on the bench, like a couple of fans. Um, It's, (laughs) you know, it's got to be weird, you know, as like the franchise player and your team wins a whole bunch of games in a row without you, and then you come back and you lose and fans want you to go back to the bench like that's got to be a weird like feeling.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's horrible.
1: Um, yeah, uh, I think Darius Garland might be the second best player from this draft. Mm. But, I'd rather uh, Zion too. Yeah. 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 Hopefully maybe next year I'll get healthy. I don't think he's going to play this year. Um, 2019, you had Anthony Edwards who who's, who looks pretty good. Um, yes, he does. Like a like a really good player, good the good defender, good scorer. The middle ball looks good. Ooh. Um, other than that, it's kind of I think it's too early to really tell.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. Aaron Neesmith, Peyton Pritchard. Uh, yeah, it's too you're definitely too early to tell. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's been weird with some of these um these basketball games with the uh um with all these players going out um not available because of the health and safety protocols. I know. It's like yeah, like they're getting like um G League players basically um to fill in and play. It's like it's almost like watching a G League game sometimes
0: i know they got well it's oh, joe johnson knew a 10-day contract so that just shows how desperate they are
1: yeah it's it's weird um <laughs> you know i don't know i think we, we got lucky that you know brown tatum and curry were all playing in Draymond green um we got really lucky imagine going to a game and like all those players were, were like not available
0: i know that would have been awful <laughs> <laughs> It was just all g-league players
1: yeah yeah mm. yeah that would have sucked um so um happy uh happy one year anniversary with the uh the podcast
0: oh yeah happy one year anniversary <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> Can you believe it's been a year since we started?
0: Uh, no, I can't. Won't buy fast.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was almost a year ago today we started. Um, yeah, and uh, but um, in in uh, so next year, um, do you think you'll have any uh, resolutions?
0: Um, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I mean it's just like what we were just talking about. There's I mean I think it's uh it's not a bad idea to think about it, but I mean you should always have resolutions. You should always be wanting to uh, make yourself better and um yeah, I don't know. I never really understood the whole thing. Like you look back on the year and that whole thing. Like I never understood that. You know, what is that? What is a year? In reality, what I'm looking back at. I'm looking back at every other year of my life where there was some good things and some bad things. Yeah. Oh, it's just another year, and yeah. there's no to be sitting there making resolutions i mean that's no i shouldn't say that it is good if you do that stuff but i mean you shouldn't need uh you shouldn't need to wait until new year's to come to start making your resolutions yeah you know yeah it's kind of arbitrary yeah well and yeah it's just it's just silly like and then people will be like Oh, uh, this is a new me this year, and it's like how many times are you gonna say that? you know,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel like it's so repetitive,
1: yeah, um, I know, and then usually people you know quit the resolution after like a couple of weeks um, and you know I think a lot of times resolutions are unrealistic, like people wanna lose a whole bunch of weight or whatever um and they probably try to do it too quickly and burn themselves out um but uh you know i i thought about this before recently it is it is arbitrary um well it's it's first of all it's arbitrary that a year starts on january 1st like there's no rhyme or reason for that right like it's it's just it's just completely made up that that's when a year starts you know, it could start at any point. um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I used to kind of make resolutions, but, you know, I don't really do so anymore. You know, I, because I, I don't, I, I don't really, I don't really look at it as like a reset at the end of the year, you know, I, like, and like you said, you know, you can at any time, at any moment if you need to make a change you can do it you know you don't right. have to you don't have to wait to the beginning of the year you know um we
0: all gotta wait all the way till December to start losing weight yeah man
1: yeah um so um yeah I mean t- you know things are constantly changing you know in in our lives you know you, you might have to cha- make a change like in the middle of a day you know if there's something you're not doing it right like a small change or you know or at some point you have to make a bigger change you know in your life and then you just do it um, right. you know I think if you're just as long as you're always focused on you know trying to you know be better and be happy if that's consistently your focus all the time then you'll be fine as opposed to you know relying on New Year's resolutions to yeah um you know make lifestyle
0: changes there's yeah I mean there's been times especially lately where I've kind of looked back and I've thought about like man that was the last that was like a tough couple months you know or that was a tough few months um and there's been times where i'm like all right you know uh, i remember like on my birthday i would like like that would almost be like my reset you know like all right now i'm gonna do everything this way and then i just don't do it you know yeah and i never follow through with those so i just i, I don't even bother with it um yeah. it just worked for me like i have to just be constantly non-stop just adapting like you said and just making improvements on myself like you know yeah that's just how I look at it I guess some people look at differently
1: yeah I think it's I think it's important to constantly be willing to adapt because things are constantly changing Mm -hmm. um you know if you can't be in a mindset of you know just doing something one way you know forever or you know for the rest of your life because it's just not going to work you're going to have to make adjustments um you know because because everything constantly changes you and you have to be willing to make adjustments and um you know make changes in your life um even even day to day or hour to hour you have to be willing to make adjustments um you know because that's really that's that's what life is and that's what the universe is It's just nothing but change everything's constantly changing um and you have to be flexible and um you know you can have like overall mindsets like a positive mindset which is helpful
0: Mm.
1: but you can't be like you know you you can't you can't say oh i'm gonna do you know you can't say i'm gonna i'm gonna um run 2 miles a day every day for or 5 days a week for like forever because you know that's probably not realistic you know right. um you know something might come up where you know you're busy or you get an injury or or something and you need to to modify it um but you know i think what's what's more important than um you know routines is just having a, an an overall mindset like an overall positive mindset you know mm-hmm. and if you do that and you try to always make you know good decisions with um you know with a positive outlook um then i think overall i think uh good things will happen so you know i think just just having a, a Just always having a a positive attitude um, is, you know, probably probably the most helpful thing, Um, you know, because in the long run, I think things will generally work out for you if you do.
0: Yeah, having a positive outlook, and, you know, even if you're not going to be positive 100% of your life, you know, all the time, 24-7, but... um, you know, I still go through times throughout my day where I get frustrated and all that stuff, but uh, you know, overall throughout my day, I have I have a great day, like I really do. Yep. Um, you know, and it's like there's some guys that they just don't get that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I see it all the time, but um, yeah, I mean, even if just having like the uh the right intentions or what you think are the right intentions you know as long as like you think they're what you're doing is for a positive thing like you said then I, you know that's all you can really do
1: yeah yep yeah that's all I can do um yeah he he, there's so there's so little you can control just just really just yourself and your own thoughts and ideas in your own actions, you know, so...